Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's the most resilient parasite? Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Sue. It'll, it's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hello. Hello. 408. Party in here Tuesday. Ow! Big week. I'm going to be out at the auto show on Thursday. Full week, too. Full week with <sighs> a... Uh, a remote. I mean, come on. It's a lot of work, guys. Where's the extra pay? <laughs> We've had a full week in like, yeah, probably more like seven weeks. Yeah, so we're going to go look at cars on Thursday Yeah, at the convention center, I think. You are correct. Is that right? Is that where we're going? Yeah. I don't think they have that at the Expo Center anymore. I think the Expo Center... It used to be, right? It used to be, but the Expo Center now is used for more of like, uh, you know... Off-brand, yeah, uh, off-brand, sort of. Yeah, like maybe a nice, uh, like lawn and garden show. Yeah, the convention center is uh, is nice. Mm. We've been out at the auto show before, and I like the auto show. I we like, have, li- yeah. I like looking at cars. I went down to Barrett Jackson this weekend for for two days. Is that the uh, auto auction? That's the auto auction. How many cars did you buy? Six, seven, uh, eight. I did not. I did see a car though sell for two point five million dollars. Whoa! An '89 Ferrari F40. Why? I don't know, but I was told by my uh, compadre that I was down there with that it's the most important sports car of all time. I, important? Yeah. I guess it's like... Define? I guess it's like Ferrari's like gold standard, like leading the old Ferraris into the new ones. It had a tape player in it, and it went for $2.5 million. Now, do you drive that, or I, do you just display I'm as, it? I'm assuming that whoever bought that is just going to display it. But Why? Isn't it better to drive it? I... Uh, it it well it was an 89 and i think it had 12,000 miles on it so whoever owned it before wasn't driving you'd be amazed well, most of the cars maybe it's a steal of a deal most of the cars that were uh, at only 12,000 miles <laughs> most of the cars that were being sold for the big money didn't have any miles the one right before it was a an 05 Porsche Carrera and it was bought by a bro right behind the seat right behind us and it was my favorite part of the whole thing i was just down there for the two days and you know it goes all week, but I the that was my favorite one because the guy right behind us you would never know he 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 was wearing like Costco Kirkland jeans, some bad shoes, like a, a like an ill fitting blazer. That's the guy to watch out for, right? And so this this Porsche comes up, and I'm I'm see Paul Allen, yeah, and I'm watching this thing, and it goes hundred thousand two three, and then we realize that the camera comes over because this is on TV. There was like like the Learning Channel, the History Channel. And we're like, holy crap, it's right behind us. We turn around, and it's right there. And he's standing up, and it gets to a million dollars. And now the crowd, when it gets to a million, the crowd's kind of like, Aah! and there's thousands of people there. Everyone's clapping. And 
it goes to a million and the 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 guy who's bidding turns to his friend who's sitting down having a cocktail legs are crossed kind of cocktail uh i think vodka soda looked like a vodka soda little uh little lemon lime in there call yourself a man <laughs> and he turns to his friend and he says should i keep going and his friend doesn't even bother to look up just shrugs his shoulders and goes why not 1.1 1.2 1.3 1.4 gavel guy right behind us bought a car for 1.5 million bucks i Might agree with the friend yeah why not and i fist bumped the guy and if you, you can say why not to yeah. that then then yeah. why not exactly play. yeah that's awesome and i fist bumped the guy when he did it because we were like hell yeah and he looked right at us and goes it's not my money <laughs> Oh, he was buying it for somebody else? No, no, no. The his, oh, the his friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. His friend. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, the guy the guy who was bidding was standing up and he was he yeah. was into it. But it was interesting to see cuz we were I was there for 2 days and I probably saw I don't know, probably 10 cars get sold within a within a short distance of myself and it was interesting to see people very unconcerned with spending 2, 3. And now the million dollar cars, I only saw maybe 3 of those. There were lots of cars that were selling for two fifty, three, four hundred, and to no, see, that's more like it. Yeah, that's and to, in my range. And to see people not care about that kind of money was fascinating. Maybe that guy will now buy his friend a better drink, like a real drink. <laughs> what would you want the guy buying? Well, the, if the... he's buying, if he, if his, he's sitting with the guy who's buying a million dollar car. Yeah, is that right? Yes, he was sitting. It was. I would buddy. want him drinking brown. Okay. Yeah, give me something top really shelf good, brown and a solid. cigarette, probably. Yeah, look, maybe a cigar, but look, br brown. I'm going to tell you right now that the vast majority of Neat. drinks that I saw in the crowd. Now, it was not in the, the VIP lounge is up top, and that's where some of the heavy There's hitters were. That's a whole were. other level. That's a whole other level. You got to pay to get in there, and I we what do you, what's that cost? I think it's like a grand to get in there. Yeah. What does that get you? I think whatever you want. Like oh. that's. Like maybe a little. Uh... Look, I'll also say this. It was my first time. My buddy that I went down with. That was a hand signal. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. You want to describe that? Yeah, that was a, a shake weight. Yeah. Yeah. Shake weight. You get a shake weight going up there. So my buddy had been down there like 10 times. And him and his dad were down there. And he calls me. He's like, hey, you want to come down for the weekend? He's like, we got a place. You just got to get down. I was like, sure. My first time being there, I've never been in an environment quite like that. It, it it was like a a big concert festival, the biggest car show you've ever seen, bunch of musical acts. It just was insane. Every and there was a bar every you every five feet there was a bar. You could. Were not, you about to say I was gonna? I would really like that. You would really like it. There is a bar every five feet, and I am not exaggerating when I tell you that every single bartender, every single one, I believe is a local entertainer. There is just no way oh. every single one so they're not really bartenders i don't believe that they are so i believe just hot i every single one of them and then the vip area you know when you're just pouring like vodka sodas it's, and, and, you don't have to and be. beer yeah yeah you don't have it's you don't it's, have to know anything no and it, it is a simple drink menu right <laughs> you're, yeah you're, the basics but the vip lounge which was up top you had to walk up some steps to get there which we were not allowed to uh to peruse but you could see like the bar area up there and i picture an ice sculpture and let me tell you as good as the bartenders were down on the normal floor that's 
that even was, better. That was different. That's worth a thousand bucks right there. I believe they maybe were, the shake weight is in play. I believe they were flown in. <laughs> wow. It was pulling out all the stops. It was. It was. I love something. that. It was interesting. Hey, when you got people with that kind of money in a room, you gotta. It's gotta. You gotta make it worth their while. Yeah, they don't just. Well, this was in Scottsdale. People ask. This was Scottsdale, uh, yeah. down in Arizona. And so it was. Yeah, when you said down there, I pictured like no, Ashland. No, Scott or Scottsdale, Scotland, Scott, Scotland, Scotland, over there, Scottsdale, Scottsdale. Yeah, beautiful Scottsdale. When I got there on Saturday, I did not see a single car. That come across the auction block that went for less than probably one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. So all of that to tell you, so I did not buy anything. No, <laughs> that we will be at the auto show on Thursday. Yes, that's a long plug <laughs> to come out and see us. I don't think they have that Ferrari at the auto show, but I want, don't know where we're going to be set up. I don't know. Come find us. Look for the toilet. Yeah, It'll probably be by that. <laughs> yeah, we're usually out in the. That's uh, where they put us. We're usually out in the lobby underneath. Like, well, not at A and A because apparently it was such a trek. Remember you were, you had you said it was like oh, yeah. it was like minutes away from where you guys were set up. No, I was just kidding. I, every once in a while they set us up by. <laughs> they they have a knack for setting us up right by the smelly toilets. Yeah, which the, is, I mean, last time we were at the ironic. auto show, they put us under that weird gold gold sculpture that like swings back and forth. We're out the, at the auto show. Yeah. Oh, out in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. we're on the lobby. We're not in the auto show. We're adjacent. Yeah, they don't let us go. No, in. no, that's you know. No, the cars are in there. We you you aren't you aren't part of that. No. Well, that'll be on Thursday. Um, well, there's your segment. That was your NFC Championship Cheesesteak Extra. There you go. Right there. Yeah. All about cars. Mm-hmm. By the, uh, the hot ones down there were the old pickups and, like, Broncos and Blazers. That was the, that was the big... Yeah, the Bronco thing is... <sighs> boy, that's really... It's absurd. It kind of is. People were dropping three, 400 grand on 1971 Broncos. Well, can I... Say that I don't necessarily love the new Broncos. You can say that. I can own, I say that? I own one, and I love it. I don't like them. I think they look... Well, there's actually... Is there a bigger one and a smaller one? Yes, there's a Bronco Sport, and there's the full-size Bronco. Yeah, it's the Sport is the one I don't like. The Sport one looks like... No, I have the full-size. You have size. the full-size. Yeah, the full-size is better. But is it possible that they made the new Bronco to look like that just to drive up the... Uh, it's, Just to stir up the it's uh, possible the the vintage model as being like wow that was really because you can't it's it doesn't I don't know the I could I love the old Broncos but the new one meh. we sat there and watched these Chevy pickups and the Blazers and then the the Broncos come across and no one could fat like every one of them was a hundred and fifty two hundred three hundred those 000, are awesome though but three hundred grand. For a car that yeah, you have well, to roll up the window? Yeah, that's kind of silly. But. That was the big hot mover. And the ones that, if you want value, the old like 1930s and 40s and 50s cars, those have all plummeted. Okay. No one wants those anymore. Why? I think everyone that grew up with them is dead now. So you can get great, <laughs> you can get great value on them. Because it used to be like those old like Model Ts and like the, the, you know, the 40s Roadsters. Those were big money cars, and those things were not selling. Like the auctioneer was like, "Come on, let's go." No one wanted them, so it was like every year they said there's like hot like like trends, and right now it was uh, it was old trucks and SUVs, huge money. Yeah, I feel like the Bronco Sport looks a bit like it looks like a little Land Rover kind of yeah. one of those. Yeah, and I want it to look like a Bronco. Yeah. But, my, but it doesn't. Well, my Bronco, the full-size Bronco, looks like a Bronco. I've seen those. I, I like them. They're better than the Sport. I'll tell you that. All right. All right. I don't want to. I don't want to poop all over your Bronco. <laughs> but 
<laughs> Not that I know anything about cars. Yeah. It looks more like a Jeep to me. What, the new one? The big one, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And again, I want it to look like a Bronco. <laughs> Hence the Bronco. All right. All right. We're sidetracked, damn it. Sorry. Stop it. Sorry. Buck, are you awake over there? I'm happily listening to this. Uh, Hot car talk. What Broncos, what you want Broncos to look like conversation. You would be awake yeah. if you saw the bartenders at Barrett Jackson. I'll tell you that right now. I can't wait to look at the new Forerunner when I get to the auto show. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I've always flirted with the Forerunner. They're good cars. But I don't. I'm not really outdoorsy with it, so yeah. I feel like that's a waste. You're not the you seem because like aren't the, they for like? Well, the, you like, can, but no one uses them for it. Well, they should. That's what they're for. Well, a lot of like I like our Bronco because we we got the big one that you can take off roading, and a lot of people don't. But a lot no, of people, I, no, I said the Forerunner. I know, but it's the same sort of it's the same sort of thing. Yes, a Forerunner is a very capable off road vehicle, and ninety five percent of them probably yeah. never leave. You're the, supposed to be rugged if you own one of those. <laughs> So I don't. I feel like a fraud if I. Fearful, bought. you're not rugged enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I. Let's well, toughen you up then. Well, I. Well, I see, yeah, let's but that's not. Let's put you up a little. No, bit. no, no. Well. We'll get you're you thinking all wrong. Let's make you a forerunner man yet. It's not make me a forerunner man. It's what is in my lane, and I'm going back to the Audi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I going love, back to the Audi. Your hot car talk is a lot like your hockey talk. I'm, I'm a big fan. It's, yeah, you're, you're passionate about both. I know what I'm talking you about. Do. You're dialed in. All right, uh, our NFC Championship Cheesesteak Extra, next on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, I'm the hot car talk. Let's just keep that going. I was sharing you details of all the yeah. hot celebrities that were selling their cars. And there were celebs there. I, I, I asked if Jay Leno was there bidding on cars. I did not see Jay Leno, but... Isn't he more classic cars? He He's a huge car guy. He might have been there, but they had people selling their cars, and they would come up on the auction block, and they would stand up there, and, like, you got to meet the person. So, like, DeAndre Hopkins was selling a Bel Air, a Chevy Bel Air. So whoever bought his car got a jersey from him, and, like, they got to shake his hand and take a picture. Uh, Goldberg sold a car, John Mayer. But the best one was Michael Buffer sold a Corvette, and no one wanted it like it, it like it was he was like dead in the room and then like an hour or two later another corvette same color same model just a year or two difference came and it sold for like a hundred grand more and i'd like to believe that michael buffer was really pissed yeah he seems like a douche well, he was trying to fire up the crowd and no one gave a crap that michael buffer was there and did it was he do like, his bit oh yeah oh he did. oh he did <laughs> and you got a pair of autographed boxing gloves by michael buffer and let me tell you it was you could tell when the auctioneer's trying to like, come on, people, because he's up there on the <laughs> stage, like, you know, hey, everybody, let's go, and no one gave two craps, and it was wonderful. So the guy whose job it is to get everyone hyped <laughs> for the biggest fights on the planet could not get anyone hyped for his no, vehicle. No one. He was. It was like a 2008 Corvette or something, and no one wanted. It was bright orange, by the way. Don't ask me why Michael Buffer has a bright orange Corvette, but he does, or he did. He sold it. I might go hybrid next vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of the... Well, Somebody said there's a... Well, a Toyota bro listens to us, and he works there, and he said Forerunners are built in Japan, and a hybrid version is in the works. Well, there you go. Again, I, I'm not outdoorsy enough for a Forerunner. <laughs> I'm not going to fool... I'm not going to try to fool people. Well, you live in the Northwest. Get a flannel, and you're, <laughs> you're good to go. You're fine. Um, all right, well, uh, we've got NFC Championship Cheesesteak Extra here, so some leftovers from yesterday. Uh, not much in the notes. Um, I did think that uh, Philadelphia was really stuck in the 80s. First of all, I thought Philly really showed out. Like the the fans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that stadium, I don't know, from watching the two games, it did feel like the Philly vibe in the atmosphere there dominated the Kansas City one. And yeah. Kansas City gets a ton of uh, hype. Well, but look, both of those crowds were extremely loud. but They were, but it just seemed on TV that Philly was just another level. But if you ask me who's going to get rowdy, I mean, it's going to be Philly. I mean, they took to the streets. I mean, don't... Oh, yeah. I mean, there were some, great. there's some great videos of them uh, politely telling the 49er fans goodbye. And, uh, there's well, some were, of those. They also got... Uh, they Joey were, Bosa yes, was there to, to support Nick was, Bosa. And they got some real estate in his head. That was great, dude. He is such a bitch, Joey Bosa. Very And sensing. I would never say that to his face. <laughs> But well, they've got they were ties, heckling so be him. Careful. They were heckling him, and he could not handle it. No, no. And they and they just were relentless. It's the Eagles fans, dude. <laughs> you're going to the game with a Niners jacket on. I get it. You're supporting your brother, but yeah. dude, what were you expecting? Yes, I told I've told this to anyone that will listen to me. If you go to an NFL game, I'm not doing the whole sh you were asking for it. But if you go to an NFL game, especially a playoff game, in a place like Philadelphia, and you want to deck yourself out head-to-toe in the opposing team's gear, be prepared. I'm not saying that it should be that way, but how are you not prepared for what's coming your way? Oh, and by the way, you're one of the Bosa brothers. You stick out because you're a gargantuan human being. 
You don't think that they're going to have some things to say to you? But we've all met people like that that literally can't leave the cheese alone. They know the trap's there, and well, they, they can't help themselves. I mean, it's one thing if you're having fun with it and you're engaging oh, it. He it's another. At, he, he was not. No, he, he was, was pissed not. off. No. And it was just, it was great. Yes. They were under his skin. I thought Philly, you know, they're they're just so stuck in the 80s. They ran out Anita Baker for I, the national anthem. I, I was know. like, oh, my God, Anita she's still Baker. alive. All right. Hey, by the way, I thought it was a great rendition. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. But according to Internet, did you know that she, and I don't know, that I could not verify this, but on Internet... They claim that she is the highest-selling female artist of the 80s. And no. there's no way that's it's true. zero chance. It's on internet. You're telling me she has sold, she sold more albums in the 80s than Madonna. According to internet. Huh. But am I couldn't I, am really... I, am I missing something? Well, I think it's just a matter of... I don't know. Are we talking number one hits? Are we talking albums well, sold? I'm assuming number one... Now I'm Googling top-selling artists of the 80s. Well, okay, but you said top-selling. What about highest-selling? Like, is that a difference? No, highest-selling is top-selling. By what? Albums? Yeah, albums. That's Albums sold. Okay, yeah. yeah, look it up. But that's what uh, that's what popped up when I Googled Anita Baker. Wow. And then they ran out DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> it appears the only female artist to sell 300 million or more records in the 80s was Madonna. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was just, there's no way... Like, Madonna, How does the internet get away with this? Madonna. Well, you can put whatever you want on the internet. I'm canceling was this, was internet. This, was this Wikipedia? <laughs> no, let me uh, let me go find it. Let's say there's just no way that Anita Baker sold more albums in the '80s than Lucky Star. From in fact, right here, be... Madonna was the number two selling artist period of the '80s. Behind, well, you too. No, he. <laughs> Oh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, that Michael guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had that album called Thriller. That I, I'll bet you Thriller sold more albums than anyone else. Combined in oh, the 80s. It's from Billboard Records, and it says Anita Baker is the highest selling female artist of the 80s, spanning over seven number one hits and selling 86 million records worldwide. From Billboard. But how many did Madonna? You said Madonna. Madonna had 300 million record sales. In the 80s? I think that's. A, that's... Oh, so we're saying. No, this is. Oh, the so 80s. you're saying just, just yeah. isolated to the decade? Correct. I mean, that's how I read that. I, I was reading that. Madonna has probably 300 million in her life. Well, I thought I was reading it as three hundred million I mean, from what she made in from the music that she made in the eighties, but it could have been. No, it's all it sales in the eighties. Okay, like in other words, if I buy a Madonna album now, that's not the that 80s. doesn't count. right, yeah. and I, I think it's taking into account her know. revenues from eighties stuff that's being bought now. Look, who knew Anita Baker was around? I guess that's the more importantly. And D she still sounds great. DJ Jazzy and Jeff. DJ Jazzy Jeff was there. Do you think that all? That DJ Jazzy Jeff has is stuff like this now, like yeah, you're just sitting around waiting for yeah. events like this and be like, we need something to celebrate Philadelphia, and like you can't get Will Smith, and and they, honestly, it's a coin flip. Usually, Boys to Men pops out. Yeah, they, they show up yes. at Sixers games usually. You know, Bell Biv DeVoe, like they were busy, like Bell couldn't make it, and so they're like, all right, hey, hey DJ Jazz, and he's probably on the cheap. Like if you paid, oh, a he doesn't cost much. I wouldn't think so. But you know, you probably give him a you know some some tickets and a couple uh, you know free souvenirs, some scratch, and next thing you know, he's showing up. It is funny. How I don't that... even know what he does other than he stands next to Will Smith. Well, that city is funny. You know, I mean, you got goofy looking Bradley Cooper up there. Yeah, I saw him. He was wearing like the throwback jacket, and he was flapping his wings. You got Mike Trout. I didn't see Trout. Oh, they showed him. Yeah, like, he was on yeah. the sidelines pregame. Finally, at a playoff game, Mike Trout. <laughs> and you had uh, who's the other one? They kept showing. Philly is just very into their 
people. Yes. You know, you one, gotta of, be... one of my favorites is when they went to the Super Bowl, they kept showing um, the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is, oh. when I think of Philly, like, I think yeah. of that. Yeah, when you think of, well, I think of Rocky. Yeah, well, that's true. I think of Sylvester. Well, and Stallone has, Stallone's come out at some Eagles games before. When you go to, when we went to the Army-Navy game, and that's at the link, and you go down under, you know, to walk out onto the field. They have all the big photos. They do this at the Moda Center, too, of all the different events. And they've got a great one of Stallone at one of the, the playoff games from when they, they made their Super Bowl run. Uh, I think it was a couple years back. They've got a great one of Stallone out there you, hyping up the crowd, and he's wearing the Philly jersey. And, you know, so you, you get Stallone, but he's kind of a – I'm guessing Sylvester doesn't come out to – you know every every game, but he's not from there. right? He's not from there, but he, you know. But of course, he's their native. Yeah. You know, That's what I think of. When I think of. Philly. Can we get a Hall and Oates anthem out in Philly? Because that seems like that would. be Are they perfect. from Philly? They are. They both went to Temple University. Sweet. It's like when when Philadelphia won the Super Bowl last time. The Robin and uh, who created um, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Oh uh, yeah, then, Rob McElhaney. Yeah, and then his wife, who's from here. They were at the Super Bowl and they were doing the little Instagram live stream and they were doing the celebration and people were on the field and they started playing the theme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the look on their faces was awesome. They just started looking at each other like, oh my God, they're playing our theme for Philly celebrating the Super Bowl. One last little little note here, we got to move on, but uh, did you see that the Empire State Building lit up green? No. Yeah. Can they? Can you buy that? Because I would think. Well, they just did it. I would think New York would be a little sore about that, right? Are you sure it's not for the Jets? We were not. No, <laughs> for the for the Jets. Someone was excited about Zach Wilson next year. Uh, no, they. And then the New York mayor came out later and said, "Yeah, we probably that was probably a screw up." Yeah, I was gonna say I, I wouldn't because <laughs> everybody's like, "What the hell?" New York, Philly, they hate each other. I wouldn't think that New York would like to celebrate, the- <laughs> but they did. Wow. Something tells me that Philly would not do that for the Jets or the Giants. Hell no. I, you're not getting... It's the city of brotherly love, but not towards anyone other than Well, i got to be honest with you. Philly fan has a real bad reputation. But i got to say, I think Boston fan's worse. Really? Uh, Philly is... Let me just put it this way. I think... I don't think Boston fan has evolved. I think Philly fan is getting better. Ooh. I think it's better than it used to be. Boy, that's tough. Who? So you're basically, who would I rather see win a title? Boston fan, Philly, Philly fan? by a mile. Really? By a mile. Simply because Boston has so many? They have 8,000 titles. I know. So you're just saying that it's... I just think Philly's a little... Philly's a little rougher, but more relatable. Boston's mm. just in their own little cocoon bubble of racism <laughs> they're awful i will say that i think i would rather pull for philly simply because of rocking it's always sunny in philadelphia i think those two lovable kind of properties and i don't know what i love about boston other than yeah you know, what do you got what are you giving me besides the tea party uh, yeah. cheers yeah you got cheers yeah, cheers you got sam malone that's about it i'm with you have I, you ever I, been to that bar i went to that bar once the actual one or the because the there's real two. There's one. the front, and then there's one no, that's the, the inside. the real one. Yeah, because there's a real one that is like, um, I forget the name of it, but it's not Cheers, but it's in that location. And it's got a big, like, 
uh, what do you call it? The store thing. Yeah, like a, above it. Yeah, the gift shop. But the bar, yeah, above it, there's the gift shop. You can buy all the stuff. But, but down at the actual bar, it's nothing. I mean, there's nothing great about it. But then they actually made a. But bar. it doesn't look like no. Cheers. No. It just just the outside where you go down the the sign and then you go down the stairs. That looks like what they what Cheers was like. Yes, and then there's another bar there in Boston that actually um, they made it. Like when you walk in, it's, it's it looks it, it like, looks the, Cheers like bar. the Cheers bar. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Uh, in the news is coming up next. It is four thirty-six. What were you going to say? Bull and Finch is the Cheers yeah, bar. That's right. That is the actual. That's the that's yeah. what it was based there on. There it is. I was sixteen. I had a drink in there. Oh, no guards there. No, I'm kidding. It's Boston. Yeah, okay. Here's Buck with Sports Center. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, so I was trying to describe uh, Philly fan versus Boston fan just through the eyes of, well, me. And, of course, a texter says it better than I do, which happens all the time here. But um, I think what I was trying to say, like, this guy said Philly is not as arrogant, uh, just a bunch of hooliganism. Philly fans are violent. Boston fans are just insufferable. (laughs) I think that's right. Like, I'm not saying either is great. What I am saying is I, I take my chances with the wild guy who's passionate over just the cocky, insufferable nature of the Boston guy. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but at the same time, if I was going to, you're going to have to say that I got to go to a playoff game and I got to wear the opposing team's gear, oh, I'll roll into Boston, Boston all day. Over Philly yeah. any day. Yeah. But I, I feel like in Boston. I'm wearing a bulletproof vest in Boston yeah, or in Philly. I feel like in Boston, look, I'll get some stuff thrown at me. I'll get cursed at. You know, some R's will get dropped. I'll get called some bad things, but. Boy, in Philly, I feel like I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get assaulted. All right, it is January 31, twenty twenty three. Time now for in the news. I am your noted newsman, running late again today. Jason it happens, does quite frequently. Uh, thank you, carbon neutral. Uh, today is National Plan for Vacation Day. Oh, have you planned your year yet? Do you plan uh, way? I plan way in advance. Yeah, you're way in advance. I like to get stuff on the cow. No, the eye cow. Uh, I am not. But uh, this summer we're gonna. I've been uh, dating the uh, the special lady friend for three years, and we've yet to be able to make it back to her homeland. So we will make it back to Japan, I believe, in July. Great, because they're finally opened up. And so you so have been planning. This is yes. We don't have official dates yet, but yes, we are. We're in the uh, the early stages of planning a, a Japan trip. So I get to offend. And discussed her entire family all at once. They're going to hate you. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Be me in Tokyo. It's going to be great. That might be the end of it. (laughs) 
And it is hell is freezing over day. It is cold as balls outside. It is pretty cold today. Yes. Uh, Primetime Dallas Zoo. we got to go to Dallas, not Oregon. This is uh, Texas. The Dallas Zoo can't keep their ass together. No. Come on. Two monkeys are missing from the Dallas Zoo. This is the same one that lost the little leopard. And these are the cute little ones that look like they have mustaches. Yeah, the little bearded ones. Yeah, those ones. Tamarind monkeys. Multiple animals have gone missing from this zoo recently. Uh, somebody cut through the wires of their yeah. enclosure and yeah. let them out. They're saying... Uh, or th- stole them. They think that this is a saboteur. What Habitat is that? intentionally compromised. What does that mean? Well, someone a is... Sab- like, so they didn't take the monkeys, they just well, let the monkeys free? They at least know with the... So they've now figured out that that little small leopard... When you hear leopard, it, it, it was it, it's a small, like... It's a certain kind of leopard that's not it can't eat anybody. Yeah, no one really cared about it. After after we learned what that leopard yeah, it was like, is, yeah. it's like whatever. So they 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 said that when they looked back at that, that enclosure was also purposely compromised. So they they don't know if someone has kidnapped these monkeys or if much like the leopard, they just cut a hole in the enclosure so that the animals could get out. Well, they found the monkeys. So they're yeah, so they're on site. They were no, they were at somebody's house. Oh. They went to a party. Interesting. Uh, somebody, I don't know, Lancaster, I don't know where that is, but um, they found him after tips to the Dallas Police Department. They, they were at a home in Lancaster, and the animals would be taken back to the zoo and evaluated by the veterinarians this evening. So when I saw it this morning when they were still missing, I was kind of thinking PETA, like, you know, some animal activists breaking right. in and then just trying to, Yeah, know. but they're smart enough to know that that's actually not good for the Like, setting the animal free. Yeah, it would be a bad idea. That's not good. So apparently these people, look, if you're going to kidnap some monkeys, you could do worse than take them to a party. I'd party at my house with some monkeys. Well, they're now saying that uh, there's a man that they want to speak with about this, but they have not found him yet. I'm sorry, officers. I just thought they were very cute. Look, I'm not going to lie. If <laughs> See, I, that's all you got to say. If I was going to commit a major crime, well, I feel they like are cute. S- stealing the red panda, which may or may not exist at the Portland Zoo. You know my theory on that. And they're dude, I've taken my kid like five times this year, still haven't they're seen They're never yet. out. I'm convinced that there's no yeah. real red panda. Well, I they think post it's all pictures of them, too. Yeah, okay. Like, I can't just p- take a picture of another red panda. Well, that's what I mean. They're throwing us off the scent. Yeah. I would steal the red panda if I felt it really exist. I mean... It's a victimless crime, minus the red panda, but I'm giving it such a better life because I would love it. Did you see they also had a vulture that was dead? Yeah, I did at see the zoo, at, the did, Dallas at the zoo, Dallas Zoo. With an unusual wound. So what? I don't know what's going on there, but Apparently they need the, better security. Yeah, the Dallas Zoo can't keep their ass together. I would think that the, the security of the zoo would be fairly tight. Would would you not? I mean, I mean, I don't know. What can, is, yeah, what is I, like... Well, don't they have the big metal gates? Can I just hop a fence and I'm in the Portland Zoo at night? We're zoo bro. I need someone I tell who you works what, the zoo. Well, I've been to the zoo enough around here to know. I, it doesn't seem. I may be totally wrong about this. We do have zoo bro that listens to us. I don't know if he's listening now, but yeah. it doesn't seem that hard to get into the zoo. It's a soft target. I would. I don't. It doesn't seem that because people don't want to break into the zoo. There's nothing of value in the zoo, right? Like what? Why, like why? Red pandas. I mean, you're just as likely to die inside there than. You know, like, That's I mean, the, the bear will eat you. Yeah. Like, good luck with that. Yeah. What are you well, going to do? And if that happens, no offense, but, you know, I don't care. Good luck. All I know is the Dallas Zoo can't keep their ass together. News study news. How many people, what percentage of Portlanders claim they tip generously? Claim versus do? Yes. 
claim. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no, no way to prove. No dude. way to prove. I'll go. Uh, can I just say for the record that some of the tipping lately, we are tipping for everything now. Like, yeah, my wife's my wife's listening to you very intently right now, and she's thinking about voting for you. Yeah. She, she's on one on this. You know, it's just something too that we're now tipping for stuff that we've never tipped before. It's like anytime I see an iPad swilled around, just yeah. know that I'm getting ready to tip for something that I didn't know that I had to tip for. Well, just you know build what? Build it into the cost of stuff. I just I don't want to keep seeing the new charges. Just add an extra buck to your burger or whatever. Well, what uh, Nurse Nice thinks is not the iPad swivel as much because I find that actually convenient. Like for example, that happens uh, when I get my hair cut. Yeah, and so it's perfect. I'll just hit, hit the you know. What my wife has a problem with is that they. They don't give you options. Yeah. They, they give you really high yeah. options. It, some of them I've seen start at... 30%. Yeah, some of them start at 20, and it's, it's like, like 25. Yes. You're like, whoa. So they give you three options, tip at 20%, 25%, or 30%, and she's like, wait a minute. I mean, I don't want to be a jerk here, but what if I wanted to... What if it's something that it was, you know, it's not necessarily deserving of a 25% tip? Yeah. You know, and then you got to put in your own, and then you look like a jerk. Well, and- I know a buddy that owns, uh, hey, he's a friend of a friend, but he owns a bunch of the, uh, he owns coffee, uh, what do you, like drive through stands or whatever. And he talks about us all the time. He goes, This is the greatest business model ever. I pay my employees nothing. He goes, I get other people to pay my employees, and they make a killing because everyone wants to tip the tip, 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 tip. It's, in, it's incredible now. Like, every business model should be like, I don't have to pay anyone. You'll pay them. Just keep tipping. I will tell you next what percent, percentage percent of Portlanders claim they tip generously. Or they or at least adhere to standard tipping practices. Yeah. Because I'm guessing this number is going to be high. Oh, yeah. Everyone's about, oh, Everyone's like, a, of I'm course a, I do. I'm a phenomenal Meanwhile, tipper. they're a cheap ass. <laughs> uh, all right. That's next. 450 on the fan. Ah, uh, yes. Rush. Puke. Wow. You feel strongly, do you? Wow. I don't think I've I ever heard hate Rush. anyone oh, with that, that strong an opinion about uh, Rush. Rush is a, they're not as bad as this, but Rush was like the old Nickelback. That There's a lot of really? anti-Rush hate. Well, listen to the guy. Turn it up. Listen to that dude. Well, the, the I mean, the chord rips. Like, I feel like it's a joke. Like, are they, is that a, are they kidding? I mean, how much music of this era funny? sounded like this? <laughs> no, I, th- I know the band's good. We've talked about this a million times. I had no idea. Uh, there's, my, a, there's a lot of Rush hate, though. My two uh, bands that, and I know they're good. You know, I'm not saying they're not. They're just not my thing. I just don't enjoy them. Are Rush and Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. Okay. Can't stand them. <laughs> I cannot stand. Them. <laughs> See, I get that. I get. But they're the, good bands. I like the Chili Peppers, but I get the Rush thing. I don't share your hatred, but I understand why. People aren't huge fans. All right. I like Chili Peppers, but th- my thing is that all their stuff sounds alike, it seems like. like they, what do you they, mean they, it seems like? It does sound oh, okay, alike. Okay, well, there you have it. It's all the same. <laughs> so dumb. You're so talented. Thank I, you. I'm glad. Uh, that, see, I could be in that How do you not band. like join them on tour? I'm glad that we have another clip of you <laughs> providing. <laughs> <laughs> providing us flee i mean like their their big thing was they got naked on stage yeah put socks on their uh you know no flea on, used on to do shows naked yeah but then women would be like oh they'd put a sock over the like nice bit dude dunk. hey flea's a good dude mm. <laughs> uh this is in the news uh we're talking about tipping 
Pemco Insurance released its 2023 Northwest poll, and they polled uh, Oregonians or uh, Oregonians and Washingtonians, and it shows 84 percent. This is just Portland. This part. 84% of Portlanders claim they tip generously or at least adhere to standard tipping practices. Boy. So everybody thinks. Everyone. I think it's hilarious that 16% are like, yeah, no. No. Terrible at it. No. Well, again, define define what is... I'm, I, I, I'm weird in this <laughs> way in that if, if we go to a restaurant and it's a nice sit-down restaurant, especially if it's, if it's a, 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 a one-off place, right? And you get good service. I have no problem. I totally understand, right? We're, we're going to tip for that. And you go 20 or 25%. I get it. But I had said this last night. I stopped by on my way home, and I picked up a single order of Kung Pao chicken. A single order. No rice, no nothing. A single order of it. I drove to the restaurant. And all that happened was you cooked my food, and you put it in one little plastic container. Mm. And then you go oh, in a bag, though. In the, yeah, they tied the bag. Did they, they put silverware in it? They gave me a fork and a napkin. Did they have the sauces all no, tidy? No. It was just, right. that's it. And then I, I sit there and, and, and I flip the screen out. What does it say? 20%. And I, there is part of my brain that's like, why am I tipping you 20 Well, you don't have to. Just don't. But uh, then you feel like a, you feel like well, a that's giant a you, cheap ass. That's a you problem. And they give you that, that scorned look. Yeah. That's a you problem. I want to. I want to. I want to go to the Japan model, where in Japan they don't tip. Well, it's but, considered rude. Just yeah, put the price for what it is to make a livable a wage. The reason, and that's in Europe too. They have the reason those places they don't have tips is because they have good employment laws. We don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. And some of that is changing now. So it is. It is more of a discussion now than it used to be. But the reason why. Like, everybody's always, always saying, well, Europe, they don't tip. Well, first of all, I've been to Europe several times, and yes, you yes, do tip. you do. You don't tip as much as we do here. Uh, but some people do, and they really appreciate it. Like, th- this whole idea that they don't want your tips, There, I think there are some cultures where that's considered rude, I guess, or at least used to be. But I have never come across anyone anywhere that doesn't appreciate 20% tip yeah. if, like in a restaurant but or whatever. It, but I find it fascinating. Even if it's not customary. But we've gotten to this point where, where we don't like your company is too cheap to pay you a livable wage so exactly. you're just kicking it upon us. Exactly. How about the company just pay them a livable wage? Well how about that? Now you sound like a damn liberal. Oh, I'm And a we can't boat. have that. I'm storming a capital. What is the matter with I'm driving down Get back s- to your insurrectionist ways. I'm driving down to Salem tonight and I'm Van Dam in the front door. But in. it is true. It's like if we had different laws, this wouldn't be a problem. But we don't. No. I mean, I remember I was telling Buck, you know, when I used to bartend, it was two dollars an hour you would make. So you, it was tips. That was yes. it. And I know that's improving. It's getting better, and certainly more awareness of it now. But it's still, it's still not a livable wage. If it were, they wouldn't be required to tip as much. But now, apparently, but you also have some other little subsets of sort of um, areas in the world where you go or not world i mean like in our daily lives in the u.s where you go and it's like you don't really tip but you probably should well like if you went into and then other places where you probably shouldn't tip but they expect a tip yeah so if you go to burgerville now burgerville wants a tip right but if you go to get your brakes done you don't tip the brake guy and i would assume that the brake guy did a lot harder work more intricate work and more important work but you can you imagine if you showed up to get your brakes done and let's say it's, I don't know what, you know, let's say it's 600 bucks. You imagine how pissed you would be if they're like, uh, by the way, 
Uh, would you twenty percent? Would you care to tip twenty? Well, does he make a livable wage? Like the idea is that he does. I don't know. That's the difference. That's the, the difference. difference. Well, that's supposedly the difference. I think it, it's hard to know because you don't know what people make. Yeah. I just know from having worked in the restaurant and bar industry that a lot of those people were vastly underpaid and they relied on tips, which is why they really wanted. You know, like a good tip meant a lot. I just remember that But tips, now that may be changing. Tips used to be like a 10, 15%, and then now it's like 15 is right out. You're a cheap bastard. Now it's 20. I even see sometimes you flip around that iPod, it says 30%. But I think if 30%? that... 30%? I think if that tech that's doing my breaks is making 50 grand a year, I don't know. What's he making? I don't know. Then I, I think that that's really the answer. Yeah. The answer is if that do if they're paying that if if he's reliant upon tips yeah. to do breaks and right. he cannot make a livable wage doing breaks without tips, then I would tip. But isn't it insanity then that we're now ask we're now telling employers that hey, don't pay your people. That's fine. We'll pay them for you. So now the the car guy can be like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna stop paying my brake guy and we'll let you pay the guy doing your breaks. It's just it's it seems like it's a very well. It's hard on owners too, though. You got I mean, if you're a business owner, it's the that's really hard because the laws. It's just effed up here. We're just screwed up. Yeah, we don't. We're it, just screwed up. We don't have it right. And I think a lot of people are getting confused now on what should and shouldn't yeah. be tipped. What I think percentage? Right. I think. Look here. Here's a PSA. I think that if you don't know whether you should tip or not. Ask yourself two questions. One, what did that person do for you? And make it commiserate to that if you think there's a tip. Like, if they made your coffee, $1, is that going to kill you? Tip them a dollar. If you don't think they need to be tipped, then don't tip them. Yeah. But the second thing is, is how much money do you think that they make? If they're in there, if, if the manager makes your coffee, that manager's a $75,000 a year manager, you know, I don't, the, hopefully they give the tip to the employees. Yeah. It's it's I think those are the two things. If let, they make a livable wage, then you probably don't need to tip as much as somebody who's let, making five dollars. Let me ask you this then. You go to you go to Sherry's, right? For a slice of pie and whatever. You go for your meal at Sherry's. Let's say your meal is, you know, thirty bucks at Sherry's mm-hmm. and you tip you tip accordingly, right? You tip your twenty percent, there you go, a couple bucks here at your Sherry's. And that lady brought you some food, but you go to Al Gaucho. Same thing. They bring you the same amount of food, but your bill at El Gaucho is three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? So one, you're doing the exact same thing, but the Sherry's gal gets a five dollar tip, and the person at El Gaucho. And to your argument, the person at El Gaucho is making a ton of money because of those tips. Well, but the person at Sherry's, they're doing the exact same job. Yeah, but they and are. There's no more effort involved at the well, El Gaucho than there is Sherry's. Well, but that's that's not true. First of all, it's much tougher to be a good server at El Gaucho than it is Sherry's. Also, Sherry's is that she's she or he is going off of volume. They're going to turn that table over and get another six dollars and another six dollars and another six dollars. Where at El Gaucho, if you're a server at El Gaucho, I can't imagine they turn those tables over but once or twice a night. You know, so so it again, and some of that comes back to the choice of the ser- like. You're a server at Sherry's. If you don't think that's enough, or you're not making ends meet, there is an element of personal responsibility. It's like, okay, I want to train up and get to a nicer place with higher tickets, so that I make more. I mean, that's fair. It's just that, I mean, I don't think it's fair to say that 
the same tip for somebody who's doing the service at El Gaucho should be the same as somebody who's doing the service at Sherry's. It's two totally different levels of service, or at least it should be. It should be, but... Sometimes it's not, which is where you get into people who bitch all the time and they don't want to tip, and that's fair. I mean, if you get a bad experience in a nice place, um, you shouldn't tip. And that's Uh, Well, it's not... uh, uh, Scratch that from the record. I always tip, but I don't think you should tip as much. No, I have a baseline for everything, for what I, I kind of expect different services or places I'm going to be to end up being, and then if the service is standard, I go with what that standard is, but if it's better, I go higher. If it's lower, I go a little lower. Yeah, that's right. It's all a feel. Yeah, it's like a, basketball. <laughs> there is no real answer to this, and it's just... No, it's not a bare, in our country. No, not in our country. Because we got such stupid laws. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, again, it just it, it can be kind of confusing and a little puzzling, because everyone wants to be fair, and everyone wants to treat people, you know, Yeah, but properly, they don't. But... They don't, though. That, that's another fallacy. That, no, they don't. People are cheap. And and I get, sometimes it's warranted, but a lot of times it's, it's not. not. Uh, that I agree. All right, it is 5.04. There's your In the News. The Hot 5 at 5 is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 